Ephesians chapter 5. Ephesians chapter 5 verse 16. The Bible says, Redeeming the time because the days are evil. This is a common verse in the Bible, but uh, it has uh, a lot of uh, meaning. Shall we go to the Lord in prayer? Our Lord and Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, for giving us an opportunity to gather here to worship you, to, to study your word. We are praying that uh, for the success of this uh, service, we ask the Holy Spirit to be in our midst, to speak in our hearts, to minister in our hearts, Father. Use me only your your uh, instrument to your people. We pray this in Christ's name. Amen. So redeeming, I'd, I'd like to give a title for this uh, message, Redeeming the Time. To redeem means to buy it back, to regain possession of it. We all know that time is a gift from the Lord, isn't it? It is a gift. And each of us has given 24 hours a day. And no, none of us know how much time we have here on earth. No one knows. Only God knows how much time each of us has on this earth. When God says redeeming the time, he wants us to live in constant awareness of that ticking clock and make the most of time we have. So we have a saying that life is short. And uh, in, in, the, in the Old Testament, the lifespan, uh, in Psalms, I think Psalms chapter 90 verse 12, it's three score and ten. So it's 70. And if a person is a health conscious, he or she will be, he, will, she or, he or she will reach 80. So we all know the brevity of life. So making the most of your, of our time. Could I say, seize every opportunities and use it for the glory of God. Don't waste time. Jesus himself taught his disciples the necessity of redeeming the time. And uh, he says that, he, Christ said that I must work the works of him that sent me, which is his father. So he sees every opportunities to serve people, to accomplish the father's will, not his. And... Uh, why we should redeem, why should we redeem the time? Number one, we should redeem the time because souls are dying. There are souls dying without knowing their Savior. 
dying without Christ. And we all know if a person died without Christ, he or she will go directly to hell. And in hell, there is no exit, only entrance. And there is what we call word death clock. And in word death clock, you can Google it, that per year, there are 56 million died. Per month, there are 4 million. Per day, about 200,000. Per hour, about 6,000 died. Per minute, about 107. Per second, there are 2 died. So we're sitting here, there are people dying without Christ. So we are running out of time. God says, go. God says, make disciples, preach the gospel to every creature, to every people, no matter who they are, any color. Salvation, gospel is for everybody, not just for Americans, not just for Filipinos, for every creature. Because everyone has souls. So we all know what will happen to people who died or dying without Christ. And in Luke chapter 16, we all know the story of the rich man and Lazarus. Rich man, Lazarus, they both died, but Lazarus went to, to Abraham's bosom. And this rich man went to hell. And in hell, he lifted up his eyes, being in torment. Hell is a place of torment. It's a place of fire. And he had a request to Father Abraham. Father Abraham, would you please send Lazarus into my place? That dip his finger on the water and cool my tongue for I am tormented in this place. And Abraham said, it's not possible because between you and I, there is a great gulf fix. Here is the truth. If a person died without Christ, he or she is totally separated from God. So, it is so sad why, while, we can, while we can do our part, then we're ignoring it. We are ignoring the, the, the great commission of God. So we are not contributing to his kingdom. Instead, we are contributing to Satan's kingdom. So it, this is an eye-opener, I know. This church is mission-oriented. Thank you so much that you are mission-oriented. You are supporting missionaries. That's why your church is growing. Thank the Lord. So I'd like to uh, just you know, remind that we can do God's command now. Do not wait for tomorrow. Because tomorrow might 
We, we don't know what will going to happen tomorrow. We cannot promise tomorrow. So, souls are dying. Number two, uh, I am I'm going to preach short because there's a saying, those preachers who preach short, they will get support. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> so why we should redeem the time? Because people are, souls are dying. We have to rescue them from perishing. While we can. While it is day, Christ said. Because the night is coming when no one can work. So do it now. Number two, Satan is working. He's working full time. There's a saying, I, 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 I read an article. It says that a part-time Christian cannot defeat a full-time Satan. We cannot defeat Satan if we are just a part-time Christian. Christian when on, on Sunday. How about Monday to Saturday or Monday to Friday? So Satan is working in the lives of God's people. Every one of us, our candidate, Satan wants to destroy your life. Especially Christian. God said, and, and, and the Lord said unto Satan, When comest thou? In Job chapter 1 verse 7. Then Satan answered and said the Lord, and said, From going to and fro in the earth, and from walking up and down in it. So he is looking for someone to destroy. It might be you and I. Everyone can be a candidate. So we must be ready. If he is working to destroy life, we should be working to lift up lives. To, uh, you know, introduce Christ to the people. He is working to destroy our lives. And Satan plants doubt and lies. In Genesis chapter 3 verse 4, Satan said, Ye shall not surely die. He said it to, uh, to, to Eve. When in fact God said, the moment you touch it and eat it, you shall surely die. But Satan said, you shall not surely die. He, twist, he twisted the word of God. So Satan is working to destroy life. So the biggest doubts and lies he planted in our hearts is to doubt God's word. When I was a newly Christian, Satan plants doubts in my heart. Am I truly saved? Why am I still sinning? Where? And I asked Pastor, Pastor, am I truly saved? I accepted Christ as my Lord and Savior, but why am I still sinning? My pastor said, you are still in the flesh. You are still in, imperfect. We are not perfect. We are still in the body. So Satan plants doubts. And then he, he plants 
doubt, he, he doubts his goodness, God's goodness. So what else can Satan do? Satan fights against your faith. In Genesis chapter 6, verse 12, we can read that, that so the devil is not lazy. He is very active, roaming around, seeking to destroy. That's, we, we can find it in 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 8. Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion, walketh about, seeking whom he may debar. So Satan will distract us, or Satan will sidetrack us with worldly things. Lust of the flesh, lust of the eyes, and the pride of life. So we are a people who are easily distracted by worldly things. What else Satan can do? Satan has a lot to offer. He has a lot to offer, isn't it? And Satan can never take away salvation. We have an assurance of salvation. One saved is always saved. But though he cannot take away our salvation, he cannot do anything else for our salvation, but he can do a lot of damage. That's the truth. So we must be alert because Satan will attack when we are not ready. If he is working, we should be working too. We should work for God's kingdom. Number three. What do I mean? Uh, so I'll, give, I'll give number three point. Savior is coming. Do you believe that Christ will come so soon? His coming is very near. It is very evident. We can see it now. It's happening now. So he's coming and no one can delay it. And so we, have, we don't have much time. When he comes, we cannot say, Lord, can you delay your coming? I have a lot of things to do. I have to go to my father and share to them the gospel to my brothers, to my siblings, to my loved ones. So, when in fact, we do not know His coming, so while waiting, we should do something for the Lord. So that when He comes, He will reward us. And uh, so take every opportunities. Give our best to the master. Live like you were dying. Do everything we can because we have a limited time. Serve the Lord while we can. Young people, serve the Lord while you are young. The best time to serve the Lord is when you are young. Because you have, you, you have all the strength to do it. Praise the Lord, your church has many young people. I can sense that this church is a growing church. So please do pray for us. Um, I'm still uh, looking for an opportunities, still praying for partners in the ministries, in the ministry of the Lord. And... Uh, 
appreciate Pastor Jeremiah for allowing us to be here. And uh, I hope and pray that the Word of God this evening ministered to your hearts. God bless you all. Thank you.